Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm your host, Tanya Cooper, and you're watching On the Town with Tanya. Thank you so much for coming back again. I appreciate you. Tonight's guest is a talented lyricist, artist, producer, and musician uh, who does not tend to play uh, instruments the traditional way. Her newest single is out, My Medicine, and we'll play it for the end uh, at the end for you. Please welcome Mercedes Five. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi. That's good. Thank you so much. I'm, for, I'm uh, doing good. How are you, Tanya? We're good. We're good over here. Uh, what's uh? Let's see. How are you doing um over there in uh, Argentina? Correct. You're in Argentina. Uh, we're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah, because of the pandemic. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was asking because because uh, of the pandemic for artists here, musicians and comedians has slowed us down and made things a little bit like you have to do everything in Zoom and you know, you can't do live concerts. So uh, I was wondering in Argentina, what's it like with, right now with the pandemic as far as artists are concerned? Guys, forgive me, there's a delay. Right. Uh, we're, she's um, yep, I've seen a few different, um, you know, flyers for certain events, you know, out in the open. Uh, mm -hmm. there, there's a few uh, events going on here and there. Um, you know, but just last, you know, Monday I went out to dinner with a few family friends. It's not that, you know, everything's completely on lockdown or anything. Oh. And there was a, uh -oh. you know, We're playing the tech. piano. Mm -hmm. right, so Sorry about of, that. Sorry, give me one second, guys. I apologize. Uh, we're we're far away. She's in Argentina, and the we're here. Life. Okay, sorry. Right. Go ahead. Sorry, guys, for the technical difficulties. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Let's see. Yeah, this is uh, hard to hear because we can't hear you because uh, the, the slow, delayed response. So we're going to keep trying. It, so as good as I think what you know I'm going to try to do, uh, I'm going to try to take you out the stream. Um, is that okay? I'm a, I'm, you know, Mercedes. Can you hear me? I'm gonna take you out the screen and come and, and uh, bring it back. Let me see. Okay, let's try that. Is that better? Hi, Betty. Let's see. Is that better? Let me see if she can hear me, guys. Sorry about that. I apologize, guys. This is the only thing about StreamYard uh, and uh, streaming. Can you see me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. You can hear me now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So, so we were at. Uh, mm -hmm. Hi, guys. I apologize for that. It's, you know, we're far away. Uh, hey, Tasha, how are you? We're far away from each other. So, unfortunately, that sometimes happens. Uh, but um, has um, has the pandemic uh, ruined the art flow over there at all? So you guys are not on lockdown, you said. No, we are on lockdown. 
but it, it's kind of different. Um, you know, th there's about a new wave coming on. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know a lot about exactly what might be going on over there, but over here, um, they talk about a wave that's coming on, and um, but um, you know, they're talking about closing down restaurants at midnight. Um, that kind of thing. Oh, so okay, so it's still going on. Uh, has it ruined the flow of uh, for artists? Like, uh, is everybody jumping on Zoom and YouTube now? Right, I heard about that. I've heard that there's different artists, um, you know, going so on social media. They try to um, make a presence, you know, whenever they can. Right. Um, right. Yeah, and um, for example, I was I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a professional artist. I was signed in July 2020 to Records UK. Oh, okay. So right now, um, and I was signed during uh, early pandemic. And so let's talk about how you know with you know with people who ask me about it. I talk about you know how it was really incredible like a really incredible situation in which it's not very often somebody does get signed to a, a label but um you know it's, it's even less common to get signed to a label when you're you know in pandemic and it's it's not that it's impossible but it's not the most likely thing right signed during pandemic and it was, it was a very big change for me but um, i wouldn't change it for the world you know it was um something that i think has really defined a lot of changes in my music. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's probably why you got signed because you're multi-talented. I mean, you produce as well. So um, that, mm -hmm. not just sing and write, but you produce. So you're like a triple threat and that that's always an asset, I think. So that's probably- Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, there were a few different things that they found that in me that were qualities mm -hmm. that they said, you know, okay, well, this is something that we can work with. Well, for, well first off, you know, I'm, I'm young, you know, I'm 22, so they said that was a good quality. Um, so I knew that I had all my songs already recorded, mm -hmm. you know, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, really, when you have to record your songs, that's another expense, and they don't want to, they don't have to total up the expenses when signing artists. Yes. The fact that I had all my songs already, you know, out, you know, recorded and ready to go for the duration of the however long the contract period would be was another really good quality. Uh, I also know that uh, because of the genre of my music, it's something very unique. Of course, the talent has to be a good factor. Right. Um, not, not to mention, um, you know. Uh, another uh, another factor of being signed, I would I would think, is the um, was it? Um, it was um, I, I had it in my mind. I had it, the thought, and yeah. okay, um, anyways, try being fifty six. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Don't worry about um, it. Besides, oh yeah, yeah. Right, I remember now. Okay. Um, so another good thing was that I had been submitting to a lot of online radio stations at the beginning of 2020. Mm -hmm. And 
out a way for radio stations to online stations to be playing my music. And the thing is, you know, when you whenever you have you know your music out there, it's actually being present on stations. You know, they see that as a huge plus. My opinion, you know, absolutely. Free marketing. Mm -hmm. Oh, how did you how did right. you come into music? Okay, no, I was always, you know, very um, inclined with music from a young age, and um, they told me I couldn't really, you know, kids in my class would tell me I couldn't sing, why do you sing like that? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I, you know, I always heard some, like, I had a musical inclination and musical intuition, but yeah. I had a problem a lot of people kind of maybe also do have, and they don't know it, is not being able to play out a certain song on a traditional instrument. Um, mm -hmm. So being able to play out um, a certain song was easier for me when I discovered uh, such um, notation programs on a computer. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, Studio One, there's also one uh, a program on BandLab, um, mm -hmm. different programs where you can kind of create your music, but you don't have to necessarily learn the actual craft of playing an instrument, but it's kind of another way of composing music. That's kind of cool. So you um, can be, you have to be kind of like technical nerd. Can I say that? And then that yeah. helps translate into the sound that you need to do, to get. Like Bjork, I think does that. You know Bjork. Really? Well, I'm just saying if you listen to the sounds of her music, uh, like uh, um, a lot of it's uh, um, keyboard and like free. Right stuff um and somebody else does it too um i forgot her name but yeah. yeah you can make your own whole orchestra pretty much if you know what you're doing uh so i think it's another yeah, form exactly. yeah it's actually another form of talent when what do you prefer as an artist mm -hmm. um do you prefer um the singing and producing um when you're making music do you prefer live studio or, or live or studio um studio Studio? Why? Because you can orchestrate everything perfectly, right? Right, right. Um, definitely. Yeah. Um, I like the music come together. And when you're performing, um, it's great. It's a really satisfying feeling. But at the same time, when you're seeing all the musical components come together in a studio, that's kind of does it for me. Yeah. You know? um, wow. How, how do you decide? Um, how do you decide if a song is worthy of an audience? You know, as opposed to something you're just playing around with and practicing. Okay. Right. Um, the thing that happens with me is sometimes I listen to something that I finish and, you know, fresh off the track and um, it doesn't sound, I'll tell myself, you know, this doesn't sound good. But then, so what I'll do is I'll leave it for maybe a half an hour, I'll come back to it and it'll be a completely different thing. Um, and so I listen to it and I'm like, this is actually really, really good. Um, and with a lot of my, some of my best songs is I've had to put it down, take a breath, come back to it, and I can actually really much better evaluate the music. Hmm. All right. That, so I, um, I got created. Mm -hmm. well, um, um, because if you want to, um, no, you know, for music is really, you have to um, have a fresh perspective. It's really important to have a fresh perspective. 
not to mention, I can be kind of really perfectionist. I can be very critical of myself. Um, I can tell myself, you know, yeah, some songs I just tell myself at the very beginning, you know, I don't like it that much. And, you know, uh, you know, in a, in a, like a fresh opinion, a fresh perspective, you know, just criticizing my own work. But then maybe mm -hmm. somebody else from the hear it and they'll say, this is really, really good. And wow. so, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. you know, they'll, people will really like it and I'm just so critical. And I, I don't know if it's because I'm just really tough on myself or because maybe I have a point and it could be better. But in general, people have said, and I've had people tell me, you know, it would be a real, real shame if, you know, you stop because this is really, really good. Um, mm -hmm. And point, I actually, there was a point in time in which I wasn't signed clearly, but I, I told myself, I don't know if I want to keep making music because I don't know if it's the results I want. Okay. Makes sense. Like to do, right? Um, so since it was what I like to do and I kept doing it, then at some point, you know, after so many times of thinking, this person's going to sign me, this person's going to sign me, at the, in the end, you know, it ended up happening and they actually signed me. Uh, what the situation was is that um, I uh, kept getting, you know, uh, false alarms. Like, you know, people would say, maybe they'd say something along the lines of, you know, we're interested in possibly signing and maybe it would be real. Or, mm -hmm. you know, I would submit and get the hopes up that somebody would sign me. Uh, that kind of thing. And uh, maybe I wasn't necessarily ready mm -hmm. or it wasn't the right kind of Mm-hmm. The right kind of deal for you. Even if, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I've right. plenty of stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, uh, so, so, um, right. so what, uh, I, sorry guys, we're I was just gonna say that I, um, right, I would probably stay with the next records, even like if a bigger label decided they mm -hmm. wanted to like sign me. Probably just I'm staying with the next records because uh, I, I, I don't have other rules. Oh, you know, they wait. don't have um, the best rules and right, right. Yeah, I was gonna say say that again, but stay close to your mic. Right. So you said they no, don't have best rules. Saying, right. Um, other labels have other rules, um, and they're not necessarily the ones that I would be most comfortable with. Right. Um, even if another label was bringing on a huge deal, and um, I don't know if I would even consider it, I would probably just stay with Index just because I like the way they operate, I like the way they function. Right. They're not exceeding too many things from me. And at the same time, it's very, very good, the work that is being put out. Yes. There's people who complain about their labels, telling them what music they can and can't do, and, you know, really exceed. Yeah. 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 But you're lucky. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I like independent uh, labels uh, and smaller labels because, um, you do, as an artist, you have more creative control. Um, you usually can read your contract and understand it. <laughs> you know, when it's a big label, you're like, right. I, 
that means they say, I'm going to give you a $70,000 advance. Oh, I'm going to sign it. Not knowing that you're talking about your royalties and your, your catalog and your, you know, all the good things that's going to be money later. Uh, so I like the idea. Exactly. I work for, um, for two record labels, actually. So a lot of people don't know that about me. I know a lot about music, uh, but, um, but you're better off, I think, in my instance. Right. In this times, with a smaller, smaller label, because they pay attention to you, they appreciate you. Um, let's give it for instance. Somebody like, um, exactly. have you heard Florence and the Machine? Yeah. Okay, she's my favorite artist. Uh, and if you first hear her at first glance, you might be like, "Whoa, this girl's a little off key." But then you listen, and you're like, "Whoa, she mixed up gospel with rock, with I mean, with everything you could think of native. I mean, she mixed a bunch of different music together and made amazing art. You know, so uh, it's something to be said." being uh different and being with uh, smaller labels in my opinion so what what's um speaking of which um what do you what do you think the current state of music is right now as far as artists having creativity as far as having options you know what all okay. that i have a very serious opinion about that is that like in the 2000s there were like all these typical hit songs being played like everybody said that's the hit song and everything you know um, and then there's no there's no hit song that everybody hears and there, you know it's mm -hmm. kind of like you have a ton of like thousands. Now it's kind of just like it's like people are just putting their songs out there without like really making them hit like you know, really putting their effort into them. So it's kinda of like a song that you go, eh. You know, but it's not like the hit songs of the early 2000s. It feels like somebody just said, put it, put work on something for five minutes in a studio, sing for it for 20 minutes, and then that's a good, that's a hit song. But it doesn't, it doesn't feel like the, the, you know, all the rage that there was about the songs in like the early 2000s. And there were so many that people were like, hey, I know that song. I know that song. I know that song. But people, I don't think people would say the same thing about the hit songs of today. Like, makes sense. Like, you know, all those, there's so many, like, really good songs from the early 2000s, like the 1990s, and people say, like, oh, that was a, like, a 2000s song, because we know that like, everybody knows that song that was 2000s, uh -huh. mm -hmm. it's not happening in 2020, it's not like one song that it was, like, everyone's just, like, that's the song that was always playing on the radio, that everybody really liked, so it's kind of like, Disappointing in a sense because right. I was I was thinking 2021 be it just feels like and then I know what it really feels like is that at some point somebody out there somewhere is gonna come up with something really creative and it's gonna be like the one thing that's gonna be like superseding all the other things and that's gonna be the hit music you know yes. I don't know if it's gonna I don't know. If Yeah, no. So that's my, my serious that. 
I think that um, I wish that uh, they would do something new with radio because I keep turning on the radio every day and I'm disappointed that I think there's still payola because I hear the same songs over and over. And I'm like, are we still playing Drake? That was like three years old. Like, why is he the only one on the radio right yeah, now? Right. The thing about that is, is in the early 2000s, they could play a ton of songs over and over. You would still sing to them. You'd still like them. Nowadays, so you play those songs over and over again. They're not as catchy. They're not as like, good and like hit songs. You know, they're not yeah, up to poverty. You don't want to hear them anymore, even if they're played so much. And in the thousands, it's like you would have that song over and over again. You would enjoy it. That's true. Very true. Well, tell tell us about uh, your song, which we're going to play in a few minutes, guys. Uh, My Medicine. Um, uh, what, what was that written for? Or did you just come up with it one day or what? Um, um, you know, I try to make all my songs. I try really hard to not always make the song, but like a love song. Because, you know, mostly 99% of the songs, good 90% of the songs are about love. And I just find that really redundant. I most of my songs about something that tells a story. Okay. Another thing okay. too is that I write my music in my own perspective. Sometimes I just write it in other people's situations. Okay. So that I mean that, that's giving you more leeway for topics in your music, you know, because if you only write about yourself, it's kind of like you don't have all that content. Now, if you like, if you train yourself to write music, music about other people and what you see. Uh -huh. There's a whole rainbow of other things you can write music about. So, okay. uh, my medicine was written about, you know, because um, I did submit it to a, you know, an, an, a non-smoking addiction campaign because I thought it would be, you know, the, um, the, the, the um, content, you know, the lyrics and, you know, the topic of the song really kind of went hand in hand with, you know, what would be like, a non-smoking, non-addiction campaign because the song talks about you know there's medicine that you need. It's it's a bit on the on the side of you know somebody who's addicted and can't really live without medicine. Um, yeah. And I like you know I just write about a lot of you know um, topics that I try my best not to write about love all the time. And so I felt that was an interesting topic that I don't think anybody written a song about, you know, non-smoking. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think I don't know. And for example, mm -hmm. go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah. No, that that yeah, that. I was wondering uh, what it, what exactly it was about, and uh, you know, um, just a pinch of it reminds me of Fiona Apple, just a little bit, just a pinch. Just a pinch. Uh, I don't know why. Back, oh, you know Fiona Apple. I've heard about that. I've heard well, about. Need is a good defense, and I'm feeling like a criminal, and I need to be redeemed. To the, you know that song? Ah, oh, oh, if you played it, go a bit when we finish, and you'll see. Uh, just the uh, the way she comes in on her hooks, uh, you'll you'll know what I mean when I say that. So you guys, uh, we're gonna play uh, Mercedes right, Five right. song, uh, My Medicine, and then uh, we'll be back in one second. So give me a second while I share the screen, guys. Uh, let's see. Uh, who's that? Okay. Sounds great. Okay, let's see. Um, share screen. Uh, let's see if I get this right, Mercedes. Let's see. 
Uh, yeah, I got it right. Hey, all right. Ready, guys? So we're going to check this out.
Wow, thank you. That's awesome. Thank, thank you. you. That is very awesome. Where can people find you, Mercedes? Uh, you can find my latest album release on all digital streaming platforms. That includes Spotify, Apple Music. You, you can find my music on YouTube okay. uh, and all of the streaming platforms available. Okay, guys. So you know where to find her, uh, YouTube. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Betty. I appreciate that. Uh, so first, before I leave, I want to say hi to my, all my viewers. I want to thank you so much for being our guest. Um, that's awesome. So let's say hi. Who's up here? Hey, guys. Um, that's my co-host from Five Black Comics. Hey, what's up, Carl? Uh, who else? My sister. Hey, what's up, T? Um, you know uh, Nora? Nora's Sit. Oh, yeah, I know her. Yeah, that's Nora. <laughs> proud of you. Keep following your dreams. Hey, Betty, what's up? Tisha, what's up? Uh, let's see. Who was that? You can hear us now. And Anthony, what's up? Hey, got a Cinco Negro. <laughs> what's up? Okay. <laughs> sounds like, it sounds amazing. Thank you, Betty. Appreciate it. Yes. Very talented. Thank you. I love, uh, yeah. And that's what I love. I love people that, that do their own thing and follow their own drama. And you certainly do that. I hope that, um, we'll see you more in the future. If you have anything else dropping, please come by and see us. Right. Yeah. So, wonderful. Um, Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hang out with us for a minute while I just say goodbye to everybody. Uh, so, guys, I thank you guys for watching again. Um, I'll see you guys tomorrow night. I actually have a free show, comedy show, with international comedians. Uh, they're doing, like, it's a charity for Smile. I forgot the name of the organization. But it's free to watch. I'll have the link. Inbox me if you want the free link to watch the show at 10 p.m. Um, and uh, it's for charity, guys. Come just watch anyway. Just If nothing else, watch, okay? It's me, Debbie Baza, and some other comics. going to be fabulous. There's only like five of us, I think. Uh, so it's uh, not as many comics. Uh, inbox me for the link. And I'll also see you again in four days this week. Oh, you're going to see me four days this week. That's a lot. I know you're going to get tired of me. Don't get tired of me yet. Uh, so Saturday is Five Black Comics at 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, and what are we talking about? Herbal medicine. Oh, my God. You don't want to know. You do not miss this because you want to know how to keep your body right. And we're not doctors or nothing like that. But we're talking about some people and some things. Mm, Y'all better be there Saturday, five o'clock, five black comics. Go like the page, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, and then Sunday, huh, you'll see me again. I'll be on the town with Tanya. Okay. And my guest is financial advisor, Nadine Ellis at 8 p.m. All I'm going to do for my hint is tell you this. Okay. If you're a small business, if you're thinking about starting a business, you might want to watch. Okay. Because you need to know how to get a piece of them, that pie and get your coins up. Okay. And she's going to tell you that. So check us out Sunday, uh, Friday, my comedy show and Saturday, five black comics. Go to my page on YouTube, please subscribe to on the town with Tanya and five black comics like, and with Mercedes five, it's Mercedes five on her YouTube page. Go like subscribe. We need you guys to do us a favor, support artists in all forms, because you know what, at this point with the pandemic hitting, you never know who's going to have to entertain you. Okay. No, I'm joking. but yeah, but keep us supporting us if you can, because, oh, and my daughter has a song out. How could I forget that? Uh, Tatiana has a song out under Tatiana. Uh, and it's on Apple, Spotify, all the above, all the, the things. Uh, Discat has her featured. The song's called Hurt You. Check her out, too. Um, and, yeah, just go subscribe to all our pages, okay? And for those of you who like zombies, not zombie preparedness, but really like zombies, 
don't forget the show walking dead is going to be back august 22nd oh my god oh my god so check us out and thank you guys for watching i appreciate you and uh for now um uh, we'll see you next time